Ready or not, here I come. Hi, and welcome to Care to Listen. Care to Listen is a series of podcasts which explores, investigates, and celebrates the world of people who have care or lived experiences. In this, our third series, we talk to a variety of people about the role, experience, and relationships that sons and daughters of fostering families have on the lives of young people who are fostered. Hi, and welcome to our foster carers, Veronica, and their son, Adam, from Cheshire. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, so, Veronica, you work for one of our sister agencies called Foster Care Line. Would you like to start by just telling us a little bit about you and your family? Um, we live on a farm. My husband's a busy farmer. We have beef, cows and sheep. And we um, got one son, Adam, and we just thought it would be nice to see if we could just help somebody else and give somebody the opportunity to have the lovely idyllic farm life that we lead. Nice, lovely. Adam, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, please? Um, yeah, I'm Adam. Um, I'm 13. I live on a farm with my mum and dad. Got a dog called Jess, she's a sheep dog, and I foster as well. Oh, nice. Have you got a quad bike? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, how old were you when you started to ride your quad bike on your um, own? About 11, maybe. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, Adam, do you remember the time when your, you know, your mum or your dad sat you down and said, you know, we're thinking of fostering? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. We're at, um, we're at Cheshire Show and we saw a stall there and then we signed up. Then in the car, we talked about it on the way home. You know, you showed your interest, you signed up, you talked about it on the way home in the car. Do you remember how it felt? Uh, it was quite fun when they explained it to me, because uh, I knew we were going to be helping people. And did you have any sort of um, ideas about what size, shape, what gender this person might be that was joining your yeah. life? Um, I think um, I would have liked a boy about my age, then I could play with him and he could help me with things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's often the case. You want something that's similar to yourself. Um, and did you have any worries? Um, not really. I didn't have anything to worry about now. Um, how many young people have you um, lived with, Adam? Um, we had three young people here. Okay. Um, so, Adam, how many um, people have you shared your home with so far? Um, four people so far. Um, our mother and baby here for a short time. That was very nice because we got saw th we saw them go, and now yeah, they're happy. That was oh, that's very lovely. rewarding. Yeah. Then we had our two other children. Mhm. Mm came. They were staying for a while. Still got one. We, yeah, we still got one at the moment. She's still living with us. And did I did I hear that you had a you celebrated a birthday yesterday? Yeah, it was. Um, person's birthday yesterday nice nice that must be lovely celebrating such a special day with a yeah with someone in your house yeah really nice yeah. nice um veronica had you always wanted to foster do you want to tell me about that um we looked at uh we, well we like children we live in a biggish house and it's just nice having that family atmosphere and people around and 
um, good fun, making having nice big meals with lots of people at the table. And we've just found ourselves with the opportunity to start doing it. And uh, we did discuss it a lot with Adam first, making sure because you're not just it's not a decision that you're making yourself. You're also deciding for the rest of your family and for your children. You're you're deciding to um, for them to become fosterers also. Um, and we just wanted to help out. We wanted to help out um, wherever we can. Um, we're very we live in a nice area. We live on a nice farm, and we feel very privileged. And it's just nice to share that with uh, young people. Mm. Adam, did you do any sort of training to help you get ready for this role? No, I didn't do any training, but um, people from the foster care line very good and they talked to me about it and made sure everything was okay with me. Yeah, and they still do that? They come around and talk to you regularly and make sure yeah. everything's okay? Yeah, I can talk to them, yeah, when I want to and phone calls and things. And you feel like if you had a difficulty that there would be somebody there to help you? Yeah, there is. There's someone there. I would do uh, meetings with them. And do you ever meet up with any other sons and daughters from other fostering families? Uh, yeah, I do meetings with them as well and talk to them about their experiences. Do you feel like that you're listened to? Yeah, they, people do listen to me, yeah. I've been bowling with um, some foster care line children as well. Um, you know, because we really, we really rate what you guys do. And I think sometimes there's a, a spotlight on how great the foster carers are and they are great they're you know amazing but um i think you know it's really great in october that we get to shine a light on just how fantastic you guys are do you realize just how important your role is with these people that come to live with you uh yeah i do and it's very rewarding if you could describe the feeling that you get what would you what would you say very privileged to yeah. take part in their lives so i understand you also do a bit of respite care. Do you want to talk about that? How that is for you? Yeah, we had a, we do have some children in respite care, and it's very fun to play with them and exciting to have um, new people around. And do, does the same person kind of keep coming back, or is it different people? They would like him to come back. I've only had one at the moment, though. So. Oh, nice. And you've got the room for an extra person to come and stay every now and again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be lovely to have the same person over and over again, wouldn't yeah. it? How do you find sharing your time with another? other young person suddenly it was a big shock but um i got kind of got used to it now and do you ever feel any like jealousy like you know that maybe the young person is spending more time with mum perhaps because they need a bit more support uh sometimes yeah but i understand why veronica how do you manage that how do you manage to share your time between these two lovely young people in your house um i think you make time there's different times of the day because the children different ages and um, you can get uh, Adam may go and spend time out on the farm with his dad and then I can give more one-to-one -one attention to the girl that we have um, and it's just uh, managing your day it's just like a normal family how does any other family we just run like a normal family does really um, it's like not having siblings it's um, sometimes they squabble and sometimes they get on brilliantly and we have a great time playing together. Uh, it's just like a normal family. And I think running a farm is probably one of the busiest things, <laughs> one of the busiest lifestyles. Um, do you get the young people involved in farming life? Yeah, we do. 
They love doing it and um, lots of jobs and even got a pet lamb now. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I can imagine sometimes for some young people that might be a real first, you know, if people have not grown up in the countryside, they might not have even seen sheep or cows or calves or anything. How do, how do they uh, how do they take to farming? At first, she didn't really know what to think for the animals. She was a bit um, cautious, but now she's um, got used to it and she loves going outside and helping out and playing on the farm. Nice. And you've got a little pet lamb. That's quite sweet for um, a foster child to have a pet lamb. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cute. I love that. What would you say is the most challenging thing? Or maybe there isn't anything that is challenging, Adam. The most challenging thing is um, when they have many um, malfunctions or get a bit upset because it's hard to um, stay calm. Yeah, it was quite a big shock at first, but I kind of got used to it now and how she needs help and needs support. Could you share with us a story, Adam, about a time where like a kid like saw an animal for the first time or saw a lamb being born or anything like that? Have you got a story? Uh, yeah, I'll just have a think. Yeah, I do have a story. Um, when she saw our dog, Jess, which is a sheepdog, as I said, it's a really nice dog. It doesn't bark or jump off or anything. She was um, really scared of that, and she hid from that and stuff. But now um, she's got used to Jess, and she loves her. Yeah. You know, it was very special seeing all those first times, you know? The first times. Yes, um, yeah. yeah, that's really lovely. I hear that you're learning to be tolerant and to be patient. Yeah, with yeah. other people around. I think it's good, um, Adam being an only child, um, he's, uh, it broadens your horizons on life and you, you've had new experiences and you see things in a different way now to where you used to see them before. You know, you can see two sides to a lot more things and it just, broadens your outlook on life and Veronica that's probably one of the reasons why you thought fostering was good because you you probably recognized just what your what Adam would gain from yes, this experience yes yeah um, like I said it's um, um we're quite sheltered living on a farm you live in your own little bubble world of loveliness and easy you know long summer days and really life isn't always like that and I feel like Adam is more equipped to go forward in the world and now he's he's broadened himself yes he's um you know a lot more about life and people and um how, how they can um, react to different things mm. what do you say to your friends at school adam about your role do you talk about it much i'll talk about it with um, some of my closer friends quite a lot people um, know about it but not a lot of people really do know about it in my school some of my friends do, and they understand what I do. And I do talk to them about it if, um, if I want someone to talk to, or I can talk to it with one of the social workers. Would you say you're proud of what you do? Uh, yeah, I am proud, because it's helping young people carry on with their lives. Yeah, well, I'm proud of you and what you do. I'm proud of all of you, really. This has been a really lovely project, actually, hearing, hearing your side of the story. Yeah, I think a lot of Adam's friends are very supportive. They, um, they all get along with the foster children they have and they all embrace them openly and uh, they like they like to come and play and see who's staying with us and I think your friends get a lot out of it too I think they like to um, mix with new people and 
hear about where they're from and their lives. And I think I think your friends like it. I think your friends yeah. your friends enjoy playing with whoever we've got whoever we've got staying with us. Yeah, there's nothing not to like, is there? It's just yeah. added. You know, it's it's just a lovely extra thing. Veronica, what's one of your fondest memories? Like a time where you thought, you know what, this is the right career for me. The uh, little girl we have at the moment does dancing and she uh, was has been to the dance school for about a year and then they had a stage performance and I was expecting her because she's not been dancing long and some of the other little children that have been there have been dancing uh, for five and six years and she's only been doing it a year. So I went to see the stage performance and when I watched her dance, she was at the front in the centre of the stage leading the dance and that made me proud because um, again we're, we're so lucky to be in such a lovely um, area with lovely children that have all warmly embraced her and made her their friends and it was just such a proud moment to see her knowing all the dance, remembering all the steps and she just looked lovely and that was a nice moment that was a beautiful time yeah you know I'm a fly on the wall and I'm listening to a conversation between you and your friends you know what what could I imagine you'd be saying to your friends about your role as a part of a fostering family I'd be saying all the exciting things that have happened um what we've been doing where we've gone and um how she reacted with it yeah. what would you say you know sort of you've got to busy life farming and you know a fostering family you know what what would you say about your life at the moment uh, we're in a good place we're in a good place it's just a normal family um the little girl we have fits in so well um and it's lovely because it's just extended our family and i really hope that she can go forward with life and her experience here on the farm um, equipped so well and I really hope that we've made a difference and that her life will be richer for it. Adam if I were a young person and I was coming to stay with you what kind of things could I look forward to doing with you? Um, go outside and play in the woods and then watch uh, my film after tea and maybe build a bonfire in the wood with my mum there and wow. touch marshmallows. Well that sounds lovely. If you had a message to some people who perhaps have been thinking, oh, maybe I might like to foster, what would that message be to them? I would say if you've got a good relationship with your children, uh, it can only help that because it brings you all together, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you just think it's brought us together? Yeah, I do. Because we do more as a family now. Yeah. Um, and we all, um, we're all singing off the same hymn sheet. Uh, I think it enriches you the uh, as a family. It brings you all together um, and it just reinforces the family life. We all, it is nice for everyone. The kids are lovely that, that you get in um, and you all feel like you're doing the right thing. You all feel like yeah, you're helping a little bit. The kids are lovely that you get in. We've, everyone's been nice that, that's been, haven't they? Yeah. They've enjoyed everybody. Everybody's company um, and the mother and baby that we had that was lovely and she went off and lived in her own she got her own um, house in the end and moved in with a baby we went to visit them afterwards and they were doing really well it's um 
yeah you just in your in the bottom it may be tricky at times but in the bottom of your heart you know you're doing the right thing you know you're helping somebody else and adam what could you say about your role as a son of a fostering family to sum things up um i enjoy being part of a fostering family because um it it brings family close together you get to spend more time with everyone and it's very rewarding um, seeing them develop and take on new challenges and do new things. Lovely. Well, I am really looking forward to a time when I can come up and visit you all at some point, maybe after all this coronavirus stuff has died down a bit. I'd really love to come up and meet you all and see the farm and meet the pet lambs. And maybe the pet lamb will even have some more lambs. Will you yes. take me on a tour around the farm, please, Adam? Yeah, we'd love to. Cool. Listen, it was absolutely lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. And um, I hope to meet you soon. All the best. Thank, Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening. Care to Listen has been created by a democratic group of children and young people from within the Five Rivers fostering family. Our aim is to elevate the voices of people who have care or lived experience, to challenge stereotyping, to fight for better rights, equality, understanding and to celebrate all of our uniqueness. Thank you for listening. For more information, contact us on participation at five-rivers.org. Music by Rick Flow, track Hide and Seek, courtesy of Rick Flow.